Welcome to the longest running weekly episodic podcast that is sort of about wrestling and recorded in the city that uh, created National Bohemian Beer and ah. then sold it to Milwaukee. They sure did. <laughs> That's right. It's what? the mid-card mechanics. Yeah, I'm Mark. And I'm Gavin. And we're recording in Baltimore. Maryland. <laughs> episode uh, 18. Yeah, it is episode 18. Almost uh, up to the... Uh, recap of 2018 that's right you gotta wait a week for our very special recap episode very special recap episode um yeah so 2018 is winding down yeah the uh the recap episode we avoided though uh snacking during the recap episode that's true snacking on mom's spicy pretzels oh the best pretzels spicy or otherwise yes very good i mean it's just a it's such a good snack they're so flavorful they're so small and and crunchy and it just it goes perfectly with like a a really cold beer yeah or and while you're doing a podcast for example or when it's 12 30 in the morning and you just want to snack right before you go to sleep that's right <laughs> Uh, I learned my lesson last week about snacking on the show that will never happen again. I grossed myself <laughs> out, which I did not expect. I just wanted to torture all of you listeners out there. And for that, I, I've learned my lesson, and I apologize. I've been humbled. <laughs> so, uh, momspicypretzels.com. Uh, enter the code MCM20 for 20% off for another week and a half. I think I ate all of the pretzels. <laughs> Yeah, we're down to very few pretzels. They're really good. I know. I'm going to definitely... I'm going to see my friend uh, Stupak on Saturday. Yes! At the uh, the 2018 Gentleman's Luncheon. Oh, that's right! That's coming up! All you gentlemen. I'm very nervous about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you nervous? Because I know so much... So all the dads in this group are... They all are on the side of making America great again. Oh boy. And you cannot argue with results, even though they will argue with you about how stupid and, and dumb your ideas are. Oh boy. So they're really <laughs> open to a, uh, a constructive discourse of ideas yeah. an exchange of beliefs and points of view <laughs> from which both sides can learn and grow and become more informed about the broader variety of perspectives in the world. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, great. I can provide you with an example of an exchange that may happen. Oh, boy. So, um, I think a lot of people listening are probably going to be encountering some of these conversations over the holidays. <laughs> We're so, with you. I texted my dad last night after I texted him a link to a story about Trump's uh, foundation shutting down. Yeah. Hmm. Who saw that coming? And then uh, we had a brief exchange. And then I said, you realize this asshat is going to destroy the Republican Party. The people that despise him far outnumber those willing to let his bullshit slide as a means to an end. The GOP conceded years of efforts to get power back, all for letting this idiot be president. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and then my dad's response was, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's had enough. <laughs> is he, does he still, is he still, uh, no, no, he's all in on Trump. Oh yeah. So really? then, then we had, huh. so he was, still. He later, he was being flippant, and then he later said, I wasn't trying to be flippant. <laughs> <laughs> then explained, and then said his position, and I was just like, okay, whatever. But at the very least, you have to recognize that, you know, these decisions that he makes do not come with 
any sense of deliberation at all. Right. Here's the response I got. You ready? <laughs> I'm I'm ready. I disagree. His tweets and other forms of communications come out of his ass. Serious, pertinent decisions are deliberated. Do you think things such as tax cuts, immigration, moving Israel's capital to Jerusalem, <laughs> building a missile defense system in Eastern Europe for defense of former communist countries, rollback, rollback of regulations, etc., are not given serious deliberation? And my response was yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, not according to uh, people who work in the White House who have seen this happen. Yeah. I think, really, the big question is, is he the best person for the job? Was he ever (laughs) the best person for the job out of everyone across the political spectrum who is running for president or who is available? Was he the best choice? Well... The other choice is not a member of the WWE Hall of Fame. That's right. So oh. you, I think you overlooked that. Uh, I did. <laughs> those, those are some credentials that I guess is that from now on you have to be in some sort of Hall of Fame or just the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame. I did notice on Monday Night Raw uh, when uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon came out and they kept saying the entire McMahon family is here. Oh. I kept saying. Almost. We're missing uh, the head of the Small Business Administration. Maybe they meant more in like the uh, the the global sense. Kayfabe family has Kayfabe <laughs> Linda McMahon passed away? Or no, she... that was like a, a shoot, like in the global oh. sense, because she is part of the administration, and the administration is controlling everything. Oh, I see. Oh, maybe they've disowned her. That's what it is. I'm sure they've just they're sickened by the. Uh, Locking up of children in cages and, you know, occasional death of a child. I mean, ugh. Ugh. Boy, what a way to end the year. I don't think the McMahons would be offended by any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Just putting smiles on faces, Mark. (laughs) Then, now, forever. So, uh, I don't know if Mom Spicy Pretzels has a Twitter, but we have a Twitter. We sure do. And you can tweet us at uh, midcardmechanic. And you can leave off that last S for Superstar Shakeup. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Which uh, brings us to Monday night. Mark, yeah, oh yeah. How about that? They're shaking things up on Monday Night Raw, allegedly. Yeah, they basically, for those that listen to this podcast that don't watch wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> or those that listen to the podcast and don't watch wwe or or just not watching it during this time of year because let's face it why would you yeah unless you're (laughs) hosting a podcast (laughs) well uh yeah the vince vincent kenny mcmahon um Mm -hmm. the emperor lord came (laughs) out and uh basically just acknowledged how shitty the product has been yeah and then said hey you know look guys we're going to do better. Sounded a lot like what Seth Rollins came out and said last <laughs> yeah. week. Future podcast host Seth Rollins from the sound, sounds of it. There, uh, there were no particularities with which no. they plan on changing mm-hmm. things, though. And it was a weird kind of thing where they said, well, we know you've all been unhappy, damn it. <laughs> and um, and then they brought Baron Corbin out to sort of be the... Uh, the uh, the scapegoat. Yeah. Like, All right. Now everyone who's here who's angry, boo as loud as you can. They made like had the entire crowd just focus your anger at him, the character, to get it all out of your systems and to not boo at us. So like it it made the McMahons look great, even though they're the ones to blame. 
<laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Sleight of hand, and it in, it worked instantly. Yeah, he's uh, he's gaslighting everybody. Oh, he knows what he's doing. He's yeah. been doing this forever. That freaking carny. <laughs> yeah. He's so good at it, though. <laughs> he is. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. So uh, he said that there's going to be some changes. Uh, many changes. Many changes in the new year. Where they're going to like, roll them out. And um, they just haven't figured out what they're going to be yet, I guess. I should have I should have wrote it down. But then he said, like, at the end of his promo. Uh, and as long as we give you more of what you want and less of what you don't want, WWE will always be then now. Oh, yeah. And forever. It seemed like he was getting a little choked up or just losing his voice <laughs> at that point. <laughs> or just and, being like, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, and I thought, <laughs> oh, wait, that made no sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I did like the juxtaposition of um, of him saying, like, well, when the times change. I like that we both, like, slip into his voice. Yeah. <laughs> when the time change, times change, the WWE is to change with the times. I mean, as the crowd is shouting, what? <laughs> like, maybe, maybe, maybe the WWE universe needs to change with the times. Maybe. Maybe. We'll, we'll never change. But, uh, I don't know, it was kind of cool to see Mr. McMahon on TV again. It was cool. In full heel mode. And, it, you know, it's it's hopeful that, I I guess, the McMahon family is going to actually listen to the crowd and yeah, you know, make some changes and then um the first so then that takes us to what happened immediately after this promo was a uh, a handicap match where if uh baron corbin won then uh you know he re- he retains right. his gm position um that evolved from just a singles match between him and kurt angle to a handicap match uh, to a, oh, right. to a no disqualification match, yeah, with um somebody going over. It wasn't Baron Corbin. Kurt Angle, probably. Yeah, yeah. Kurt Angle. Yeah, he did the pin. Right. Yeah. 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 And then it, and then follow that with uh, Finn Balor versus Dolph Ziggler, which was a was a really good match. But during that match, there were multiple false finishes, a run in by Drew McIntyre. And the match ended in disqualification due to interference. Yeah. So after was, after an hour, where the the announcers kept just saying things are going to change, this is this change is awesome. And the McMahon's came out and they're like, just like Obama used to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're going to be left with when he's when he leaves office. Can you imagine if Obama ran the WWE? <laughs> um. Nah, I think it'd be pretty boring. We need we need a carny in that position. Yeah, you need someone who's ruthless with bad taste. <laughs> like <laughs> Obama's WWE would be like matches that occurred in like the 30s. Like just very like technical, a lot of grappling. Not not many high spots. <laughs> well, you got to keep people safe. He wouldn't want a lot of unnecessary risks. I don't know. I would be wonder. measured in the approach. Yeah. He's he's good at a lot of things, but I don't think running a wrestling promotion would be one of them. It would be. I wonder. I think that I. Well, we'll get into uh, <clears throat> all elite wrestling in a little bit here. If only our dumb fucking president thought the exact opposite. <laughs> like I'm not good at many things, so 
I should definitely not run for president. Uh, reality TV, scamming people, <laughs> and making deals with foreign countries, and then lying about it, and then, did you see that he signed that uh, yeah. letter of intent? To- yeah, and Giuliani was like, oh, well, if I said something different, I was mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called a lie, and being caught in the lie, not being mistaken. But, you know, that's steel dossier. <laughs> I love it so much and I hate it at the same time. I know. And I hate how so much of it is coming to turn out to be true. (laughs) They're just like, uh, and there's nothing in it that is implausible, (laughs) which is also disturbing. Whenever the investigation, can you imagine if there was plausible, uh, a reasonable (laughs) assumption that perhaps there is a, p-tape with obama and two hookers in russia can you imagine what the what these people would say they there's so i've been reading a lot of fox news oh good i got i've gotten to the point russian uh, propaganda outlets megaphone i just go straight to the comments oh no who boy there how many of them do you think are russian (laughs) or from russian uh, troll farms oh i don't know um there's no way to tell and fox isn't gonna check well yeah, but this is different than, like, the Twitter comments. The Twitter comments, like, it's kind of easy to tell. or not. Is he, to me, it's easier when it's just like, well, that's a bot. Like, these Fox News comments. Are, but how can you tell? How can you tell for sure? Um, they're just so racist. <laughs> <laughs> they're really, like, you but only... Are, are they people? Or, and that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I don't think the Russians could learn that type of racism. Oh, they 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 know. It's so... They know what they're doing. It's so bad. Seeing the examples of the stuff that they have have published that is known to be uh, to come from Russian uh, uh, Twitter accounts is the insane racist conspiracy theories that just get retweeted and even reported on by Fox News. It's yeah, but this is like a different type of racism. Oh, is it? This is just authentic American racism. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I grew up in Richmond, so. Oh, I've sure. I've seen it. Uh, home of the uh, Confederate White House. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, uh, Which the is ca- still standing for some reason. The capital of the South, as some people refer to it in Richmond. Oh, boy. Still to this day. <sighs> anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> the traitor White House is still down there. That's nice. <laughs> we have rap battled this episode, episode again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's so amusing to me when... when uh, I'm not saying half of the country are traitors, Mark. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I am not saying that. No, what, what I was just to finish my it's thought. slightly less than half. It's going to drive me nuts if I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, whenever something's uncovered by the investigation and the response is, is just always discredit the investigation and be like nothing to see here. It's, it's a legal doctrine called fruit of the poisonous tree. Where, like, basically, like, the method by which you obtain this information is tainted and unconstitutional. Therefore, you can't use that information hmm. in a court of law. Which is what the Russians have been pushing that story since the uh, inauguration. Yeah. So, delegitimize Mueller and, you know, obsess over the Steele dossier. But it's just like, uh, okay. First off, that is, like, a, a stupid fucking legal doctrine. Oh. And, and secondly, um, you, how can we just how can you just so easily just discredit stuff like that? Like, even if, even yeah. if you're a party about like a rule, rule of law and integrity and ethics and blah, 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 and all the shit they supposedly stand for and, uh, you know, obsessing over the constitution and the limits w- with which it 
um, outlines and blah, 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 blah. Everything they supposedly firmly believe in. How can they just so easily cast this stuff aside and just be like, oh, yeah, the investigation's uh, illegitimate. So, therefore, everything that they uncover, first off, nobody's privy has been privy to the information that would even assess whether or not the investigation was right. somehow unconstitutional. That's the thing that's crazy. It's like, well, where's the collusion? It's like, first of all, collusion isn't right. what they're looking into. They're looking into, they're investigating Russians' interference in our 2016 election. Yeah. And most of that we are not going to see because that would interfere with the ability to conduct the investigation. Right. And just like discrediting the it, FISA court, which nobody knows oh my God. Yeah, what, like, how what? it functions or the purpose it serves. And or, pretending that this is all somehow a partisan witch hunt. When right. It, no, this is, that's not how our, our justice department works. Right. That implicates all branches of government. It's, but you, you, these people are so smart as, to get this investigate investigation going, but not smart enough to be able to rig an election. <laughs> It's almost as if all of this is coming from Russian propaganda designed to destroy our own democracy. Almost. Almost. It is almost. It's And it is weird how... Oh, wait, no. It, that is exactly what Russia is <laughs> doing. And it is weird. Just weird, maybe weird coincidence that the administration has mirrored almost exactly the same messaging. But it's, that's it's not weird. evidence of collusion, though. No, it's evidence of a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Maybe... Uh, it's, the, maybe uh, Trump is just a thought leader, Mark. The law and operates in probabilities, not possibilities. <laughs> That's right. <sighs> Anyways, sorry. Just had to get all that out of my system. So, Good. yeah, the gentleman's luncheon is Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> You're preparing yourself for that. I, um, I'm, huh. I think I'm going to drink just a lot of beer. Yeah. So, last year, I got there late. And I was... Because uh, I hit some traffic leaving Baltimore. And I thought, okay, that's fine because the dads don't hang around as long as like the people that are my age do. So all the Trump bullshit will leave with them. Oh, sure. And then like the first thing I heard when I sat down was once they started kneeling, I stopped watching the NFL. Oh, I was my just God. like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just like, I just like oh. looked up and I was just like right off the bat. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> oh boy so covering up spousal abuse isn't the red line but kneeling in a peaceful protest is that's cool that's cool we got our priorities oh man i'm sure 2019 will be better yeah the All 2019 better. gentleman's luncheon will be better because we'll be on the road to impeaching trump oh <laughs> impeachamania <laughs> Do you do you think uh, if Trump is impeached and removed from office and or uh, in you know, gets into further like we haven't even gotten into like can he be indicted? That's going to be a fun fight. If he gets indicted, if or if any if he faces any kind of consequences, legal or being removed from office or impeached, do you think the WWE? will silently remove him from the hall of fame i mean they they or at least from the web page will he just disappear from their website 
There isn't an actual Hall of Fame, is there? It's not like you can go to <laughs> Connecticut and visit the WWE Hall of Fame. It's just, There's not? At like Full Sail University or whatever? I think it's, their performance it's, it's, center. More, it's more like a traveling <laughs> Hall of Fame because they are kind of, you know, they're carnies. And you can visit the Hall of Fame at WWE Access before WrestleMania oh. where you can see um, Macho Man's outfit up close. Uh, I mean, behind glass. They're not you know crazy so it really is just a Undertaker traveling outfits. exhibit yeah i think so so it seems like they could just say oh there was no mention of trump though when the uh the celebrity wing trailer didn't make it to the, oh, that's weird this house we show. couldn't bring it all from storage you know <laughs> well we all know it lives in that warehouse where seth rollins went in and for some reason burned it to the ground <laughs> remember what? that weird there's some weird commercial for uh I think like one of the WWE video games and the whole thing uh-huh. was Seth Rollins breaking into this warehouse where it had all these iconic artifacts from WWE history. And he was just smashing them with a baseball bat and then set the whole place on fire. And then he was walking out and the whole warehouse is on fire and he's doing the cool thing where he's not even looking at the fire. And, uh, and there was something like, uh, be your own superstar or something. It was like a weird way to say like you can create, there's a creator wrestler mode. I don't know. It was a very strange thing, but it made me wonder like, do they really have a warehouse where they put all of these artifacts? <laughs> where do they put macho man's, uh, outfits uh, at that? The dude and his mom are the curator of the museum. That could be it. <laughs> that would explain so much. I wonder what they're doing this holiday. What do you think they give each other? Uh, for holiday gifts oh is it all wrestling related or is or do they take a break (laughs) i bet um i don't know i don't know the dude wears his long hair and aviators and wears like wife beaters sometimes do you think she just gives him aviators and conditioner i bet she gives him like uh you know like turntables and stuff (laughs) <laughs> you think he's a oh, also he's a dj yeah he's the, the rest DJ. of the time yeah. yeah oh sorry i gotta go i'm on the road with wwe oh you work for wwe <laughs> nope what 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 <laughs> oh he's a dj and she is uh just a very supportive the DJ's woman mom. <laughs> how do you think how would you explain that to, to be, meeting new people yeah. It's like, oh, so uh, what are you into? Well, I follow WWE around and go to all their pay-per-views live with my mom. I suppose. It just raises so many more questions. I'm embarrassed enough revealing to new people, yeah, I love wrestling. <laughs> but can you imagine, like, that's a level where maybe the only people you ever interact with have to be wrestling fans. <laughs> yeah, I think the looks I get when I tell people that, um i co-host a wrestling podcast (laughs) are pretty judgmental oh yeah and that's from like my friends too right yeah exactly (laughs) like Like you're doing a what yeah and it's like you know after a time i reveal it to them right and then i say you want to listen no no thanks (laughs) i got i got i'm i got a lot of podcasts i listen to i don't know if there's room for one more (laughs) do you know who our friends should be our listeners <laughs> maybe that should be a new year's resolution i'm gonna write off everyone i know who doesn't listen and i'm gonna write in each and every one of you who, who are listening <laughs> welcome you're now my friends so um the third match on raw was uh a dean ambrose promo 
So this is the new Raw. Oh, that's what they're calling it. Like the new Coke. Yeah, it was a Dean Ambrose promo, and he's out with his... Like, what makes it the new Raw, other than just calling it the new Raw? <laughs> they're just calling it the new Raw, because this is like just how... Uh, up to this point in the show, it, it was so... It was just the same. The same exact thing that we've seen. And uh, so Dean Ambrose comes out with his gas-masked goons... Oh, right. And I said, the first thing I said to Kat was <clears throat> Seth Rollins is one of them. <laughs> yeah, I had the same thought. <laughs> I, for me, it was when um, I think Corey Graves said, who are these people? He's asking Renee, which is getting kind of get an, getting a little bit annoying every time Dean Ambrose comes out. Yeah. Uh, all Corey Graves does is ask Renee questions. Like, I know I'm not <laughs> supposed to ask, but do you know who these people are? What's going on with him? Where's his mind at? And they said, who are all these people in these gas masks and, and flak jackets? And uh, she said, I don't know. Don't ask me. It's like, oh, so Seth Rollins was one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. For some reason, I don't know why, that just kind of, and, oh, we're doing this. And uh, 20 minutes later, after an open uh, ch- uh, challenge, open, whatever it's called. An open challenge to everyone but Seth Rollins. Yeah, it's everyone but Seth Rollins. So that was another thing. Ooh, an open mm-hmm. match challenge. And then uh, uh, Dean Ambrose goes over um, Prince Pretty. And it was good to see Tyler Breeze it out was, there again. It was. But so that's what they mean. Like, this is going to be something new. We're going to bring out other forms of jobbers. <laughs> <laughs> people you haven't seen in a long time you're gonna be really excited to see them do the job to dean ambrose and seth rollins yeah. and everybody that we've been shoving down your throats for however many years hooray <laughs> so uh it turns out so then seth seth rollins music drops but he's nowhere to be seen right all yeah. the goons look one way they all form a line except for one of them wait what's that guy doing he That's gets weird. in the ring why is that goon behind in the dean ring? ambrose what's that goon doing kicks him what? Throws him this, to the ground. One of his own goons is turning against him. This makes no sense. What What the hell's going on? Well, then he took off the gas mask. What? And it was Seth Rollins. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> the whole time. Hmm. Seth Rollins just waiting for yeah. Dean Ambrose to win a match so he could attack him from behind. Yeah. <laughs> it's the new Raw, Mark. <laughs> All new. And then that was followed by a Shane, Shane O'Mac promo where he responded to drake maverick's demand that aop get uh a rematch championship rematch by saying you know what the mandatory rematch clause is is a bit antiquated it's the new raw and then he's like so you're gonna have uh, a fatal four-way aop the revival uh lucha house party (sighs) and who else i forget um uh, whatever i probably have it written down it doesn't matter that's when i started <laughs> kind of not paying attention anymore <laughs> but when uh i started falling asleep i was like this is a fatal four-way sound like a drinking game bardo cavanaugh plays <laughs> <laughs> another, another person who i'm just thinking is he the best person for the job <laughs> the best are we sure intelligent sure is accomplished best? sure uh capable sure um temperament questionable is he the best temperament of everyone who was on the short list and we don't even need to go further we can just look at that but the best is he best in the world like shane McMahon. <laughs> shane McMahon. the fatal four-way talk about rigged and then uh right after that 
they did a promo about the six people coming up from NXT. Oh, yeah. I like that. It was a pretty good promo. Um, I was really oddly just kind of like, what? That's like over the top um, when they did the EC3 part of the promo. Yeah. And they zoomed in on him like sh- c- coming home wearing like a dress shirt and dress pants <laughs> and then zoom in on him as he's like undressing and slowly revealing yeah. his ring gear underneath. A little booty pop as he takes his pants off with his ring gear underneath. A close up of him taking his pants off yeah. with his bulge just showing. Oh yeah. And I was like, what? What are they doing in NXT? Well, it's the new Raw. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little bit more equal opportunity. Uh, is uh, EC3, oh, yeah. uh, is he a gay wrestler? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Is he like a ravishing Rick Rude type? <laughs> I. Uh, he's a. What am I supposed to think when they're just z- well, zooming in on him, undressing, and then like an uncomfortable zoom in on some like type of seductive smile he gave at the end of it? Did you see it? Oh yeah, it was a weird smile. But you have to. He, he's a he's a flawless human specimen. I think is the point. <laughs> well, I disagree with that. <laughs> he um. He, I think maybe they're just, uh, it's the new Raw, they're becoming equal opportunity leerers, so we can leer <laughs> at both the men and the women. Okay. This is what the women have had to deal with forever. Oh. So, we do it once with EC3, and not a bunch of, bunch of boys on the internet feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yep, well, tough shit. He doesn't have Finn Balor's abs, that's for sure. No, nobody does. Uh, I'm so excited for more Nikki Cross, though. Yes! Ah, so, oh, I can't wait! So then the following... Uh, segment was uh, Bobby Lashley. I uh, do you think that we're going to have enough fantastic female superstars on Raw to just like start just burying them like the really good ones into the mid card? I th- I think so. Like, Nikki Cross has been awesome on NXT, and I'm worried that we're getting such a great roster of women that they can bring her on and then just do nothing with her and i hope that doesn't happen i hope it doesn't either but i think there is some hope but um so bobby lashley bobby lashley comes out with a broken guitar i guess from the guitar match and him and leo rushed a thing and he posed and showed his butt to the crowd like he's been doing showing off his glutes oh right and i was like oh so that's new and I was Renee uh, <laughs> uh, says she appreciates his glutes. <laughs> Leo Rush, whenever he's wh- like, I notice this thing he does on the mic. He's like, "Hey, Bobby," <laughs> and <it's> like <laughs> the way he says, "Hey, Bobby," it just kind of reminds me of like Will Ferrell's Harry Carey impersonation. <laughs> like it's it just really it just really stuck out for me Monday. That's, and uh, now there's no way I can ever, ever take them seriously. Not that I was going to. I don't know how I feel about uh, 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 Leo Rush. I mean, hey, Bobby. <laughs> and then that was followed by the Fatal 4-Way, which the 4-team was the B-team. And then that was followed by uh, the B-team, the eight-woman gauntlet match to determine who's going to face Ronda Rousey next week for the Raw Women's Championship. And I was like, all right, cool. You did it. You finally did something that is awesome. Yeah. You had a match where there was a purpose to the match, similar to the Fatal 4-Way. There was a purpose to that match, too. But, so, and they're getting rid of the mandatory contract re- rematch clause. So, that's cool. So, you're not so it's committed to that stupid story. But, uh, and if they're going to make it like a meritocracy, 
that would actually be a good subject from what I about Ooh. what I was talking about earlier, like before we started recording. But like how the WWE like promotes this concept of like being a meritocracy when in reality right. it's just not and well i mean we pretend like if you just you know work hard you'll succeed and that's just not the case it's like watching <laughs> the walking dead or is it a meritocracy do you die if you're not working hard enough no it's a bunch of lazy writers just like the wwe <laughs> so <laughs> but um yeah the eight the eight woman gauntlet match so we've talked about that how like the next competitors should be drawn from from matches that are of this nature, yeah, or like you know a small tournament or something. So maybe they are listening to us. Oh, obviously. Or you know our ideas were just so obvious. <laughs> no, what? What? How dare you? <laughs> our ideas are original, and no one else has them. But they gave that match an hour, and it closed. Raw. Really? The last hour of Raw was that women's gauntlet match. Oh, I gotta go back and watch it. And I mean, there were some moments in it that it was it was a little slow, but they they gave them they gave them a shot, and hopefully, I mean, the crowd reacted. Favor. I thought I saw that the crowd reacted favor. Like I thought the crowd was a little dead, to be quite honest. I mean, they they popped hard for at certain points in it, but that also could have been them putting Natty over Ruby Riot. Oh right, I did em- see that Ember Moon, I think, and then somebody else well like, that it was, was also the end of a second <laughs> second three-hour run of a raw double header <laughs> they uh recorded they pre-recorded i was wrong so they're not doing christmas eve and christmas shows live oh they, they recorded pre-recorded uh the christmas day raw immediately before going live so by the time raw opened they had already gone through three hours of wrestling oh my god that crowd sat through six hours of wrestling i I think so yeah that's insane same thing with smackdown they recorded the day after or i'm sorry it's the christmas eve raw and there's going to be the christmas smackdown they recorded the christmas smackdown before recording SmackDown. So, I mean, that's only four hours. Could you imagine being a parent of a child <laughs> and you don't watch wrestling, but your kid's obsessed with it? Holy shit. My favorite thing about going to see um, Raw live is right at that two-hour mark, the parents are... Car- like, you see the, the first wave of parents carrying sleeping children out <laughs> of the arena uh, here, like going to the chicken box down yeah. here in Baltimore, seeing... <laughs> the parents taking the sleepy kids out like oh all right good now it's adults only for the last hour <laughs> they used to do that uh in the attitude era They'd, like that last hour is when they yeah. would, like start showing the nudity that's <laughs> <laughs> so when ec3 would shine <laughs> man well it's the new raw anything can happen so yeah god six ugh. okay so that yeah that explains why the crowd may have been so dead yeah because i mean an hour-long match after you've been sitting there four or five hours. Which also means the Christmas Eve Raw technically takes place before the it becomes the new Raw. So, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, you have the old WWE to look forward to, I think. I don't know. I don't know how time travel works. But also, that they were in California, I think. Oh, and so maybe they did it afterward. Maybe. Hmm. But So, Raw was live, so that started at five o'clock. Uh, yep. Yeah, maybe they did a second Raw afterward. I don't know. I don't know the order. I just know it was a double (laughs) header. But, you know, wrestling journalism isn't really full of details all of the time. You know what I'm really looking forward to with the uh, 
the Christmas episode of Raw. What? Or the the yeah, the Raw episode, the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight. Wait, that's going to be on the Christmas Eve. Yeah, uh, episode of Raw. is going to be a miracle. Of- Wait, what? Um, with Bobby Lashley and Elias. <laughs> what? A miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight. I'm in. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it. I was just like, all right. Uh, I'm not going to be watching wrestling. Mark, we haven't even talked about TLC, which happened on Sunday. Oh, yeah, we haven't. And we haven't talked about Ring of Honor's The Final Battle, which happened on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I watched. Well, most of it. I was watching the end of it when you (laughs) showed up here. But, um, yeah, it was the uh, Young Bucks. I'll just do that real quick. Young Bucks ended their contract with Ring of Honor, and they're talking very vaguely about the end of this chapter and the opening up of the new chapter in 2019 don't know what that means yet but all signs might be pointing to all elite wrestling which we'll get into in a little bit let's take a break you want to take a break yeah all right i gotta pee it's time to take a break Taking a break in a mission music. This is the song that we play when we're taking a break. Perfect. And we're back. Another right. flawless transition. What is all elite wrestling? What is all elite wrestling, Mark? I'm so happy you uh, asked. It seems like the winds of change are coming to the wrestling world outside of wwe and we've talked about this before i think you actually first told me when the first whispers of rumors about what cody rhodes and the young bucks might be up to oh yeah after the success of all in and uh it sounds like they are forming a promotion called all elite wrestling according to vice sports uh, I don't know where they get... I, I couldn't find the source of where they actually got the name of it. But it could be... It could be... The... Uh, the uh, right now, people are saying, like, yeah, it could be, you know, competition to Ring of Honor, obviously. But it might actually start being some competition to the WWE, since they're um, the first to... Uh, yeah, they were the first non-WWE show to, to sell uh, 10,000 tickets in 20 years. That's crazy. That's crazy how much of a monopoly over the market the WWE has. Yeah. So uh, after that success of All In, which we should get together and watch, I got to show that to you. Yeah, we should I watch know. it. It's fun. It's good. I was thinking we could watch it um, next weekend when we get back from uh, our holiday travels. Yeah. So, uh, but it's let's see like there were rumors that chris jericho and jim ross were going to start a promotion I think yeah we talked about that uh-huh is that mentioned in that article uh, yeah they say let's see uh they're kind of like um so so in november there were rumors that began um about that that there is not going to be just another all-in show coming but a whole new promotion based around sort of the spirit of all-in with monthly pay-per-views and maybe even a television deal i think they should just go straight for a streaming app i mean it's gonna be 2019 we everybody's getting tv through apps anyway like netflix i'd freaking get a all elite wrestling app and watch it on all of my screens that's where i'm watching the, <laughs> the network i'm watching the freaking stupid raw every week on hulu yeah or on um you know some 
place. So anyway, so um, somebody was asking Jr. Um, would say that. Um, oh yeah, when they were asking Jericho and Jr. if they were going to do it. Uh, JR said that uh, there's no way either he or Jericho would take all of the money that they've earned in wrestling and put it back into the pro wrestling business, <laughs> which I thought was great. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, another thing about, so about all elite wrestling, uh, it looks like they're maybe getting some, who was it? They're, they're getting some financing, from Shahid Khan, yeah, what is he's a uh, owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's a very wealthy man. Yeah, and there was a picture of Cody Rhodes in the owner's box during a game uh, earlier this month. Oh, really? Yeah, some some uh, some spies in the crowd found this picture and tweeted it. Oh, I'm sorry, ProWrestling.com tweeted out. <laughs> Uh, a picture of Cody Rhodes in the owner's box during one of the games. Hmm. Wow. Uh, so let's see. Um, so and it's interesting just because uh, the Young Bucks have ended their contract with Ring of Honor. They're being kind of coy about what the future might bring. And I can't imagine how much time it would take to actually set up a whole new promotion, uh, not just doing... Um, like with all in, they had the support of ring of honor, ring of honor, um, streamed it live on their, uh, their, their app. And it was done through, I think some of the same channels for pay-per-view that the ring of honor does. Uh, but this would, they would have to kind of do all of that groundwork. Um, but let's see. Um, I don't know. Who knows what it could be, but, I love that they're calling it AEW, so you can already hear the the AEW chants <laughs> in my head. I can already hear it. AEW. I'm gonna get a sharpie and just draw an AEW T-shirt and just wait for it to become real. Yeah. What do you think that the timing of this? Do you think it's a coincidence that the timing of this is uh, coinciding with all these changes that are supposedly happening in the WWE? That's what I've heard. I've heard that there are going to be some changes. I mean, (laughs) Vince McMahon says there will be changes. They're just going to have a really tough time competing with WWE, though, because it's um, WWE just is getting so much money. Yeah, but it's weird. Like, so they're being the elite, their YouTube series with the incredibly low production values that they put out regularly has an insane following. And when any of the members of being the elite are wrestling with new Japan or wrestling with ring of honor. The crowd is chanting the elite, the, the elite. And they're like chanting all of this stuff from their YouTube show. That isn't part of ring of honor. It's not part of these promotions. So there's a built in audience. Anybody who's into ring of honor is going to be into AEW. Yeah. But how does that translate into a billion dollars of capital? like the wwe yes well that's when you get the uh, owner of the jacksonville jaguars who just like oh i don't know here's a dump truck of money can you make some wrestling out of this (laughs) here's a dump truck of money can you make some wrestling out of this yeah maybe they run it like a startup and they'll be a venture capitalist and you just get i mean it works in silicon valley all the time people with dumb shitty ideas get uh, like fuck you money to make it real and you know nine times out of ten it doesn't work why not do it once with people who have a proven track record of 
you know, knowing the business. And what happens when it gets real, though? It gets bought by Apple or Google, right? <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> then they're NXT too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll buy WWE one day. Yeah. Vince will die or step away from the company, mm-hmm. and Cody Rhodes will take them over. <laughs> the American Nightmare. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know AEW sounds great. I hope that that does. I, and I app really, sounds awesome. I can't wait to see what they do with it. Um, I mean, they're going to have to go like traditional TV route because all those mouth breathers who watch wrestling don't get the internet, <laughs> right? Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the internet's on the TV? <laughs> Shit, it's for nerds. Um, I'm I am uh, all in on this idea. Oh, though, there it is. <laughs> I hate myself. I think, uh, but I think 2019 is going to be a really interesting year for wrestling because uh, I think for the first time in a long while, the WWE has a little bit of a fire under its butt to um, to uh, you know be entertaining. Yeah, if there's a a rival promotion that has adequate funding. That they couldn't just completely bury in like yeah. you know, one fell swoop. Or do you think the WWE just wouldn't care if they lost all the smarks? <laughs> I mean, they got enough Cena fans. Um, that's a good question, but I don't think Ugh, mainstream wrestling boring. Well, I don't think that NBC or USA or um, Fox were shelling out you know billions of dollars to have a product that. Uh, attracts two million people per right. episode. Mm. They're probably yeah. hoping that they do better than that, which is what their last ratings were. Oh, so what you're saying is that Vince McMahon doesn't really care about making us happy. They're more con- he's more concerned about making Fox happy. Well, it's a meritocracy. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and the shareholders have the merit. <laughs> oh, well, all right. And Vince. Well, is they're the all brass ringers. Autocracy. <laughs> Oh, the God. They mentioned the brass ring yesterday uh, or last night on SmackDown. They did? Yeah. And I was oh, like, no. Ugh. They mentioned it on Being the Elite. It was great. Uh, they In the last episode, someone brought a bag full of brass rings. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of TLC? <sighs> I don't really remember much of it. Uh, I remember Asuka. Oh, yeah. That match was great. That was great. That was the only match that I cared about or remember. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that was a good match. Ronda Rousey coming out at the end and fucking shit up. Oh yeah, it sets up so many, so many good angles. Right. It it felt like they concluded one storyline um, with uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. It felt like that kind of wrapped up. Didn't I basically call that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's, it would be in the holiday episode, and that was before the match happened. That's right. Uh, pretty sure i basically called everything that they did you have to everyone tune in next week to hear nostradamus over here (laughs) wrestling nostradamus it's a little bit easier i think (laughs) uh but that was a great match um i'm so glad to see oscar main eventing again because she is so worth it yeah so good yeah she's so entertaining ghetto birds out again oh the uh, foxtrot yeah our beloved state bird or city bird (laughs) the police helicopter (laughs) the official bird of baltimore city (laughs) 
I don't think you can hear it on this this episode. Yeah, last was it last week? They were right over us. Yeah, that's good to know. Something's going. It's always comforting to know something's happening right here in the neighborhood. Oh, someone's someone is something terrible is happening while we're sitting up here in our tower. Uh, do you the um that that triple threat match though the TL, the women's TLC match yeah gave us the Colthor moment of the week I don't know which one of the commentators it was but Asuka fell off uh, oh right oh what it was it do you, uh, did you write it big down? tree fall hard oh what was that <laughs> like do they think Asuka and Japanese people are like um depictions of native americans from like dances with wolves i I don't know what that was but it was like just this fart of a sentence and it just lingered out there it was so bad so bad i don't we all just looked at each other and we're like did that what that's like the wrong kind of racist did you say big tree fall hard (laughs) i don't know what that was it definitely was a cold hard moment though i mean it it was i sucked the life out of the room said it though It got yeah. We were all having a good time and then talking and watching the match, and we heard that, and we all just stopped. <laughs> yeah, that, you, you all heard that too, right? It's the equivalent of uh, Dolph Ziggler's record scratch. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Ugh. Yeah, I guess that's back. That is for back. some reason. I think he actually they actually did it right on Monday. And Seth Rollins has the burn it down fewer times in his song now. It was just that one week that they had burn it down screaming through his entrance theme 20 times. and They just wanted to emphasize burn it down in California. Oh. God, they're so clueless. <laughs> <laughs> Let's really get after it with the burn it down tonight. Get it, guys? Get it? It's like your state. And or- remember when you had a house... And then it got consumed in flames. It was Seth Rollins' fault. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing. Burning up all that WWE memorabilia. Yeah. I think you're right when you just said they're clueless. <laughs> they so clearly are. Oh, yeah. But it's the new Raw. It is the new Raw, run by the McMahons that have been running the WWE for 50-plus fucking years. Do you think Linda McMahon was in D.C., came home... Or she was, it was, uh, no, no, came home from a long day at the small business administration and (laughs) flipped on the TV and said, I think I'll see what my family's up to. Nobody in that cabinet goes to DC (laughs) and nobody in that cabinet puts in a long day at work. (laughs) That's a good point. Not even our president. They probably spend the whole day talking to shareholders of the massive corporations that they run. Oh, right. That they're running small businesses out of business or acquiring. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> got it what a world what a time to be alive what a time to be a wrestling fan and just you know aware of what's happening in the world i uh i just wonder if like the if i get if i get into politics of the gentleman's luncheon if oh boy the gentlemen are gonna be like the sjw beta cuck is strong in this one jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> That is always the defense, too, isn't it? Like, yeah. oh, I see social justice warrior over here. Like, what? <laughs> what? Like, you are so insecure about being wrong that that's what you yeah. have to go to immediately? Yeah. Oh, no, I'll just defend your position. It's just very weird. Yeah, but what about the emails, Mark? 
<laughs> she lied and they died. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, one if time it's, I- if it's a if it's a like they really just want a catchphrase like a pro wrestler. <laughs> if you have that, what? He's like, the, like Trump is the what president? It's the, like we'll never get rid of it. Seventeen years later, those people are still shouting what? She really should be in prison. And so a couple of years ago, I was like, uh, why? Yeah, for what? I'm just curious. What, is, what yeah. crimes did she commit? Uh, the emails. Well, her emails. It's like, okay, so. What crime was committed there? The uh, violation of record retention law or or uh, some type of security breach? Uh, emails. <laughs> she's like, Mark, how she's- long should she go to prison? And it's just like, okay, so her Mark, negligence. She, she's a woman who threatens my masculinity. <laughs> if a woman is in charge, then it's clearly just a war on all men. And we're going to have our rights stripped away from us. We'll no longer be in charge of uh, everything. And uh, we'll be able to, you know, step on the throats of other people quite so easily. We'll just, That's threatening uh, to me, a white male. We'll all just live in labs where we're just... Uh, Use for reproductive purposes. <laughs> it's a slippery slope, Mark. It's a slippery slope. And we we live underground. Oh, I've seen The Handmaid's Tale. It's going to be like that in reverse so fast. We don't even know what'll happen. We are so threatened, us white men. Good God! But at least it's a new raw. <laughs> it's it's like a, a new new era. <laughs> Uh, at least they haven't drawn that into any storylines. You know, we're not, there's no, uh, they kind of sort of were veering toward, um, like with the Jack Swagger and Rusev when he was Russian. Oh yeah. That was, that was a little on the nose looking back on it now. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Zeb Coulter calling Mexicans sneakers. Oh, right. Because they sneak across oh, the border. Oh, I forgot about that. Ooh, that was a doozy. But it was the kind of thing where Zeb Coulter and and uh, 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 Jack Swagger were supposed to be heels and were in most American cities because they, they were fighting Alberto Del Rio and he was he was getting the big pops. But when they were down in like Alabama, they would change up the script a little bit and they said, now put your hand on your heart and in a loud, clear voice. And then people were on their feet screaming angrily. We, the people, <laughs> and you could sort of see it on their faces. Like, Oh shit. <laughs> this is, it's going over a little too well down yeah. here. It's a little too on the nose. Maybe. And that was before the election. Maybe we should have, it was a couple years before the election picked up on the, that, uh, canary in the coal mine because wrestling is life life is wrestling maybe it was about the time the gop took both um chambers of congress back yeah it was interesting i don't know maybe we should pay more attention to the wwe universe to predict how future elections will go (laughs) poorly (laughs) very very poorly (laughs) burn it down Uh, what so, would be uh, what would be a current wrestler's slogan that you would use as your campaign slogan? <laughs> Sorry, I'm battling this cold here. Um, man, 
I'm just trying to think of who has the it's, best catchphrases. Be, it's Bailey. <laughs> oh, is that? But she doesn't say that. Like we don't have a lot of wrestlers who have catchphrases. It's boss time. That's one. We are the bar. Oh yeah, we are the bar. Uh, maybe uh, there was that one SmackDown last week. That one time. AJ Styles shouted Styles Clash. Oh, he did it again this this week. Oh, he did? Yeah. I missed it. Uh, did what? you? <laughs> Styles, Styles Clash. Maybe it'll just be Styles Clash. Like, what? <laughs> Styles Clash 2020! Delete. Delete! Delete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Hillary Clinton's catchphrase. Oh, see, I, I can't feed these monsters. But Here comes the money! They left it. Yes! <laughs> Oh boy! B team, B team, go go go! go, go. go. That's the Democrats theme. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> There's got to be one in there. Like, would you just come out like, Gavin? <laughs> shout my name like Braun Strowman. <laughs> yeah. Braun? Is he shouting Braun? Because it really yeah. sounds like it. Okay, he is. I think so. Braun. <laughs> Maybe just a record scratch. Yeah, like. <laughs> Hail to the Chief is playing, then all of a sudden the record uh-huh. scratch. <laughs> he come out with fireworks. <laughs> oh, no. Watch that happen in the 2020 election. It wasn't that in Idiocracy. Oh, yeah. The president was... Uh, uh, Terry Crews Terry played... Cruz, uh, oh, but he was a wrestler, wasn't he? Yeah. Or like, or like a death equivalent. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except he actually like, killed people. Yeah. That movie is amazing. It is, and it's scary. It's like, oh, very scary. See, <laughs> dumb people need to stop having kids. Uh-huh. They won't. <laughs> I have. Oh, I, I I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not, so I just won't say that story on the air. But <laughs> you know, hypothetically, you're on uh, Instagram or your Facebook or whatever, and you have a friend that you haven't seen in a long time and he just keeps having kids <laughs> and all you can think of is like that guy shouldn't even have one and now he is four Daniel Bryan would probably have a lot to say about that and yeah. the impacts on the environment oh is he, is he still doing that still going full on PC bro I it's think it's so weird he does promos and I they don't seem I don't ever seem to absorb them like he's just on the mic and I'm like end up doing something else or looking at my phone until the match starts. Like, oh, yeah. oh, right, right, right. The new Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, who got pinned by uh, uh, who, who Mustafa pinned him? Ali. Mustafa Ali. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That's cool. Yeah, that guy had a, he's had two great matches in a row. Mustafa yeah, Ali on SmackDown. I'll say maybe and when you were campaigning for your second term, you come out the new Gavin. The new Gavin. <laughs> Well, we're shaking, shaking things up. <laughs> the delete movement delete, is dead. Delete, yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just do the cane thing, or just raise my hands up and then bring them down, and fire pops up. That's how the that's how the um, the State of the Union starts. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe my campaign slogan would just be Bobby Roode's themes. Glorious 
this and I'd come like descend from the ceiling wearing a robe. <laughs> I might offend some people in the South. Why? Because they would think you're like mocking Christianity somehow. Oh, yeah. there was a war on Christianity. Oh, right. The war on Christmas. <laughs> the thing that the most dumb manufactured bee to have in one's bonnet. Yeah. It's not like everywhere you go, you see Christmas decorations. No. It's a war out there. But the thing that like the idea of being offended when someone says happy holidays, my whole life, I thought, <laughs> oh, happy holidays, Christmas and New Year's are the two holidays coming up. Happy holidays. Yeah. End of conversation. It's efficient. Why do you hate Christmas? Like, well, I say happy holidays before Christmas, and after Christmas, I say happy New Year. <laughs> and then after New Year, I say, it's only three months till my birthday. What are you getting me? <laughs> so, ah, it's such a fun, like, talking about white people. <laughs> if that's the top of your list of injustices that you face in the world, and someone said, happy holidays to you. <laughs> See that? There you go. That's white privilege. <laughs> He's just one man. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm a one man band. <laughs> uh, Believe that. <laughs> I'm a uh, the lo- don't call me a lunatic fringe. <laughs> Even though the the ring apron still says unstable when Dean Ambrose comes out. <laughs> oh, man. Wrestling's dumb. I'm a very nonspecific sort of perhaps crazy or just unpredictable anarchist Hammonegger. <laughs> he's a brass ringer, I think, somehow. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's no, hard to tell I these think days. I don't know, who knows? Yeah. Who cares? That's why it's wrestling. They need to go into they need to go into certain bathrooms. Oh no! <laughs> Another the, like that's the number one. You the, the war on Christmas. The brass ringer bathroom. Oh no! <laughs> the hammer <and> bathroom. <laughs> but they're gender neutral in a surprising yeah. twist. Yes. <laughs> Changing with the times, and the times change. Where WWE. Has to change with them <laughs> when I'm dead. <laughs> it was interesting. He did say he can't do it on his own. And then he was trying to call. He was gesturing for the music to come on for Stephanie McMahon. And it came out just a little bit too late. And he saw a flash of rage on his face. <laughs> and then it happened again with Triple H. And at one point, he's pulling the microphone up to say something. And then the music hit. Like, oh, save just in the nick of time. But it, like, it was it was pretty weird to say, like, oh, this shit's falling apart with him not backstage. <laughs> Is there no one else who knows how to run a wrestling show except for Vince? Is he that much of a tyrant? Yeah. Yes, obviously that's easy to believe. Ugh, Whew. and oh, it's man. a tough time to be a wrestling fan this time of year. Yeah, the weather's—it's dark early. It's like dark all of the time. The wrestling's not that great. The world's falling apart. But at least one day we'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an escape to the suburbs is just what I need right now. Yeah. I'm and I need an escape to Texas. <laughs> Shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Every I'd say no offense, suburb. Texas, but they know. <laughs> they know. They know what they've done, and they're proud of it. Yeah, I know. Ugh. 
Well. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. I don't think I have anything left to say. <laughs> um, Let me check my notes. Yeah, check your notes. I didn't. I'll be, can you tell I didn't come up with any notes? Hi, Bobby. <laughs> oh, Bobby. <laughs> Apparently, KO and uh, Sami Zayn are on their way back soon. <gasps> That's right. They had that promo. Sami Zayn returning soon. And I guess he's going to still be an angry heel? Uh, I don't know. That's sort of what they were implying from the promo. Maybe he'll still be KO's buddy. Ooh. I love I Me love too, the- right? Yay! <laughs> the- I'm included! <laughs> the buddy duos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Once you have KO and Jericho, it's such a high bar to to reach. I want Fandango to come back just so we can have the fashion police reunited. Yeah. What's going on with him? When's he coming back? I I don't know. Oh. Hopefully soon. Poor Tyler Breeze just kind of bouncing around on his own. Yeah. Nice to see him on uh <laughs> on television. <laughs> yeah. How long do you think this new Raw and SmackDown is going to last? Well, I think it's already over. <laughs> Since they've pre-taped next week's shows. <laughs> but in 2019, who knows? Uh, they're moving SmackDown to Fox. We can't have a brand split, like you said. Yeah. Um. So I think that there's going to be a new Raw. New doesn't necessarily mean better. <laughs> I just want to point that out. In Silicon Valley, companies say, we want to change the world. They don't say they want to make it better. They just want to change it. And uh, that's kind of what the WWE said. It's the new Raw. Is it the better? It's new. Damn it. Very good points. A-E-Dub. A-E-Dub. I'm practicing. I'm going to be... I can't wait. Wouldn't that be great if if uh, all elite wrestling does become a thing and becomes a thing in 2019 and I could be such a pretentious wrestling hipster. I don't watch the WWE. I watch AE dub. I watch ring of honor and I would watch new Japan. If it wasn't such a pain in the ass to figure out how <laughs> <laughs> lazy hipster, it would go with uh, our elitism. Yeah, we are. We're the elite of the elite. <laughs> I got my annual Spotify report. Oh, um, and I listened to a lot of wrestling the- themes. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I listened to a lot of the War on Drugs last year. Really good. A lot. Like a, it was. Yeah. Above and beyond anything else I listened to on Spotify, but ninety um, percent of no, at maybe it wasn't that high. I think eighty five percent of the songs they classified as being non mainstream. Ooh, look at you. I know. I was Upster. very proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> I listened yeah. listen to the shit out of some music last year on Spotify. I switched to Spotify from Apple Music. Uh, oh, tell me about that. I've been going back and forth between the two. So but I, I think I'm settled on Spotify. It's just better for music discovery for me. I found really? that like, the generated playlists on Spotify, at least for me. Yeah are better on spotify like whatever algorithm they use seems to present me with music i've never heard before that i really like yeah more consistently than apple music does spotify has definitely introduced me to a lot of a lot of new music that i do like a lot and but sometimes 
I just go through these uh, ruts on like the stations where it just plays like the same rotation of songs. And I was like, wow, this is like turning yeah. into a hipster FM radio station. <laughs> it's just like the same 20 songs over and over again. Well, there's a while where like when I'm working, I'll listen to something that makes more instrumental or more low key. And then my discover weekly just became like instrumental hip hop. <laughs> That's not like what outside of when I'm, I wish I could kind of put it into a, like a, I'm at work. This is just stuff that I can kind of keep me in the zone yeah. while I'm working. But afterward, like when I'm making dinner or if I'm like walking around with my headphones on, I want to hear a different set of music. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think I've trained it better just by training myself to actually like songs when I'm not uh, working. Yeah, it's so it's work though doing that. <sighs> I know. I actually started I'm so busy watching wrestling. I can't. <laughs> I started cleaning up my like master Spotify playlist today, like the one where like I have all the songs saved. Oh yeah, that started like from Discover Weekly. Oh right, yeah. When you start adding songs, yeah. and then that I you like go listen to more of that those artists and then i found some really good ones like one of my favorite albums of 2018 um was this by this artist named jonathan wilson and i think it's called bird and um i found that through spotify and then wtmd started playing it like a month after i found copying it. you yeah and i was like <laughs> ah beat you to it galler yeah <laughs> <laughs> but if um do you like father john misty yeah uh, and you like the war on drugs, obviously. Oh yeah, you would. I think you would really like Jonathan Wilson. Ooh, send me a Spotify link. Huh? huh? Send me a link. <laughs> How do you do that? I'm from Spotify. <laughs> Share the artist. Hey, we're on Spotify. Oh, that's right, we are. <laughs> and we're on Apple Pod. Start telling people about this show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant I meant our, <laughs> our listeners. <laughs> I thought I. Oh. <laughs> Hey, do you, uh, I have a new wrestling podcast. Do you want to hear? You have a what? <laughs> a wrestling podcast. Like professional wrestling? Yeah. Oh, you still watch that? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to hear the podcast? Uh, yeah, send me a link. <laughs> no, they don't want to listen. My polite friends. I expect good things for us in 2019. I do, too. I mean, if we're nothing, if not consistent, at least. <laughs> Here's a new episode. Is it great? Well, look, we put it out pretty consistently. And uh, The Rock once said, the one of the biggest things, one of the biggest contributors to success is consistency. <laughs> he and, did? Yeah. He said, like, yeah, you got to just be consistent and then greatness will follow. Yeah, to so, be consistently great. <laughs> well, greatness will follow, The Rock said. I mean, we are fa- flawless. <laughs> We have been consistently great. I think that all we need to do is just cruise through 2019. And uh, before we know it, we'll be like one of the top 100 professional wrestling podcasts in Baltimore. I just literally stumbled over saying flawless. (laughs) You're so humble pretending like you can't say the word flawless. Well, I'm just trying to reach a wider wrestling audience. You're reaching that podcast brass ring. Yeah. <laughs> that podcast downloads. Yeah. We're not doing it for money. It's just an no. ego thing at yeah, this point. Of course. Yes. <laughs> because it helps me sleep a little better at night knowing how we're white men. We don't need this for our job. Right. <laughs> we just need constant external validation. 
<laughs> yeah. It's my life my life force. <laughs> well that's I, is that closing out twenty eighteen? I mean next week we have our twenty eighteen recap episode, but I mean as far as regular episodes There's just one one thing left to do. Oh, yeah. Primo <laughs>